record. Okay, well, so so do you know those cliff bars? Like, do yeah. you know those? Yeah, yeah I love okay. cliff bars. You like them? Yeah, they're pretty good. I like okay, them. They're, but, they're expensive, but I like them. Okay, but you're aware that the consistency and the taste is not... Is maybe you you grow to like it, but the first time that you try it, it's a little strange. It's yeah, it's weird because it's not a solid, but it's not a liquid. It's, it's like, like jelly. Yogurt. It's like harder yogurt. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So here's the thing: when I took my SATs uh-huh. uh, to enter the the to enter college, uh, I had to go to the you, you know how well it's a whole exam. You have like like I think. And like like a half an hour break in between, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a it's a whole hassle like that, that you that you have to do. And I I went there and like my dad dropped me off, and he was like, "All right, here it is. He'll take it." And then he left me with like a ball of water, and he gave me a cliff bar. And it was like, "Here's like for your like midnight mid like mid exam <laughs> snack or something." And I've never had one of them. <laughs> I never had one of it. So I went in, I took the exam, and then like ha- on the halfway through, I I went out, I I opened this cliff bar and I had like one bite and immediately my, my brain went went into like this is not food. Like no. <laughs> he was like he was like he was like, We are pro- your body is programmed to reject something that is not uh it's not meant to enter your body, and this is one of them, buddy. Like this is like we're gonna slowly back away and not do this anymore. So I took the re- so I kind of like didn't finish it. I, I I don't think I had like a single bite of that, and then I I put it away, and then I went and took the exam, and I was hungry the entire time. And then when we finished, uh, I went and, I, I I went and got pizza afterwards. <laughs> it was, <laughs> but it was it was nasty, and I haven't had a Cliff Bar yet after that, and it's been almost nine years since that. So why not though? Like tr- try it and try another one. Why? They're good. Okay, you. It's an acquired. It's like beer. It's an acquired taste. No one, no one likes beer the first time they drink it. And if they say that they did, they're fucking liars. No, no, I agree. But <clears throat> I like the I like the way that beer made me feel from like the get go. So I I do think it's different there. What's it called? Um, no, I call bullshit. I, I <laughs> you have to try. You have to try the either the peanut butter chocolate chip one. I think that's the one I had. Yeah. The peanut butter, you didn't like that one? I told you, I, I didn't finish the bite. I, I I just had like a bite and then I, I didn't like, I didn't swallow like, it. Like, Yeah, it was like biting into a rock, but, you know. It has oats in it, that's why. I like oats, but it's it's the consistency. I don't I, I don't know if it makes it doesn't make sense. Okay, I, and I, I haven't <laughs> had one since then. I haven't had a purpose to have one since then. And now, yeah, now I can't not think about it. So yeah, that's. That's what, that's what the, the that's what Cliff bars taste like, like, like Mil- rocks and like SATs. Okay, a million dollars on the table. You have to eat a Cliff bar. Sure, but like, okay, yeah. the half a million. Yeah. Okay, fifty million. I'll, I mean, fifty thousand. I mean, I w- I'm not like against it. I just don't <laughs> want to. I just want to like, know what, not- what's the minimum I'd have to pay you for you to try one. That's that's basically what I'm trying to get at. Look, twenty bucks is twenty bucks. So <laughs> done, like, done. It's not, it's not that hard. You know, you want enjoy Cliff Bars no matter how much I have to pay you. That's imagine if that's how I talk to you about like Star Wars. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Star Wars, look what I said. 
What? Oh my god, is that Commander Cody? No, it's Rex. Fuck Cody. Nah, Cody's right. fine, I guess. Cody's but I like Rex. Fine. I like Rex. It's, ama- it's amazing how in the span of like seven years you went from like the Star Wars hater to now building Star Wars Legos. Look at look, this is what I'm gonna make. I, I was saving for this one. Oh nice. Yeah. Cool. This is great uh, radio. It, <laughs> uh speaking of let's talk about Mario. You want to talk about all right? Let's let's, let's talk about Mario. Uh, Mario, 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 Super Mario. Mario. It's a me, Mario. Um, I want to talk. I want to talk about the controversy too, because there was a fuck ton of controversy. I remember that. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, I'm so I'm so tired. Oh, controversy. Uh, Yes, I'm so tired. Okay, you know what? Yeah, let's let's jump. Let's talk about the movie first, and then we'll talk about that bullshit because I I cannot. Oh god, I'm so tired. It's the Chris Pratt stuff, right? No, it's worse than that. Uh, It's amazing how. It's amazing how that was the big controversy, and now it's like, you know what? He was fine. Whatever. Uh, you want to introduce yeah. us? Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Chema. I am Luigi. <laughs> Reviewing the Super Mario Bros. movie and this is the rollback. Uh, while working underground to fix a water main, Brooklyn plumbers and brothers, Mario and Luigi, are transported down a mysterious pipe and wander into a magical new world. But when the brothers are separated, Mario embarks on an epic quest to find a Luigi. So, finally, years in the making, years since the announcement, controversy behind controversy, and, you know, dubious studio after dubious studio, finally... We have the Super Mario Brothers movie made by uh, Illumination Studios, who brought us uh, the Despicable Me movies, the Secret Life of Pets movies, and several others terribly botched uh, Dr. Seuss adaptations. We finally have the Super Mario Bros. movie on what is possibly, possibly the studio's best entry. Uh, we find uh, the classic video game icon and several of the characters and their worlds on a large-scale adventure surrounded by fan service and other, uh, well, things. So, what did we think about the Super Mario Brothers movie? I think we're going to have a different approach because I'm a big Mario fan. I played a ton of the games. I know you're not a big gamer, but Mario is like a thing that you kind of like absorb by cultural osmosis. So I don't think we'll be we'll be so far off in this. So uh, what did you think of the Mario Brothers movie? I actually like the 1993 one better. You, I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. This show is canceled. (laughs) No, get me off stage. No, I'm joking. No, no, no. Uh, Okay. So again, you're right. I'm not a big gamer. I wasn't a Nintendo kid. Also, I was a PlayStation kid. Yeah. Um, I've played. I've never. You know what? I've never owned a Mario game. You have Smash, don't you? Uh, technically as an adult, but I think I've played it for maybe like. 20 whole minutes while Nikki has put like hours and hours and hours into Luigi's Mansion and Super Mario Brothers. Bear in mind, we bought those when I was 28. So, yeah, I never really played much. I would play Smash with my cousins, but that was about it. Um, okay. So, I wasn't the biggest fan. So, I was asking Nikki questions while we were watching the movie, like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> you know, I don't. But okay, from an objective standpoint, as far as it being a movie, 
I was shocked at how good this movie was. Shocked. Can we? Uh, wait, 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 wait. Before we start, and I forgot, I was gonna, I was gonna make this the bit, but then, then the Cliff Bar situation came up. Uh-huh. I, I'm sorry that I interrupt you. I hate to stop no. you when you're on a roll. No, but I have. I wanna. I wanna make this very clear. If you go as far as to say, you know what, this, this, this is almost as good as like Pixar movie level. I'm gonna beat your ass. Like this is no. like, straight up. Like, like if this, if that becomes like a point of like, of like, of like comparison, I. I that's a compliment. I am so tired of that. Of that. <laughs> I actually wasn't going to say that, but okay. 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 Good. Okay. It's, it is Pixar. I have my reasons. Okay. But we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Uh, go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> That's you. Excuse me. So. Uh, allergy season points. God, right. fuck allergies. Uh, okay. So. My whole big thing before, like, and this has to do, bear in mind, with, like, Detective Pikachu as well. Yeah. This had this somewhat with Sonic the Hedgehog, although I guess he has a little more personality. A lot with Mario and a lot with, like, Link whenever they do the Legend of Zelda film. These characters are purposely designed to be empty in the video game. That way the, the player can imprint who they are on, you know, Mario or Link or Pikachu or... In general, right? That, that's the kind. That's concept. That's the idea. Yeah. So you make them as bland as possible. That way, like, hey, I'm gonna make this character the way I want. That said, I was always like, how the fuck are they gonna do a film based on these properties with how bland they are? Like, I something's got to give there. And I'm happy to say that the writing on this movie was top notch, man. Matthew Fogel just became maybe the most wanted writer in Hollywood. Because he made a fun movie, and I know Nintendo helped to produce it, so I'm sure that was a big help. But he wrote a fun movie with heart, great characters, a lot of good comedy. Um, He gave us a Mario that is definitive, like a definitive adaptation. Like, this is the one that we will go to. And Luigi, even Luigi, as scared as he was, had his brave moments. We had a Donkey Kong that has, like, attitude, that has you know, bigger-than-life personality. We had a Princess Peach that ain't no damsel in distress. We have a Bowser that people are like, I only want to see more of him. Say more. Say more. So, man, great film. Genuinely, probably the best movie uh, Illumination's ever made. I I agree, and I'm so glad that you mentioned Illumination right there because when they said that, uh, when, when Nintendo announced we're making an animated Mario film, I thought, perfect. Live action is not the way to do this. Animation is the is the way to do this. You can explode so much in there. And then they said uh, they said Illumination, and I shat myself. Not in a good way, in a bad way. Because Illumination is a studio that I have a lot of quarrels with. Uh, Despicable Me is an okay, good movie. Uh, everything that they've done regarding the Minions, I think I am not a fan. Like, I, 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 I don't like it. I despise, I don't hate many movies. I despise their adaptations of, of, of Dr. Seuss. I think they're hollow and empty and boring and bad and genuinely ruin a great message. Their adaptations of the Lorax to me is a personal, like, disfavorite. Or I don't know, I don't know what's a good word. What's the contrary of favorite? Like, it's probably the movie that I despise the most. And I don't hate movies, you know, but that's the only one where I'm like, God, my blood boils. I hate it so much. 
And to me, Illumination is a studio that has a very specific comedic style. And I don't think it's one that mashes well with the sensitivities of a Japanese property. Because they because what the Japanese consider funny is different from what uh Americans think 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 is funny. Mm-hmm. So when they said when the movie starts and it says a Chris Malandri and Shigeru Miyamoto production, I thought there it is. I know we're safe because Shigeru Miyamoto is the creator of Mario. He's a creator of Zelda. He's a creator of Samus. He's still alive. He's still at Nintendo. And he had a hand in producing the movie, which means that anytime the writers or the producers at Illumination were writing the little script and they were like, and here's the part where Mario farts. I know, I know Miyamoto was like over them. Like, what you doing? What are you doing? doing? And they were like, oh, Mario's going to jump. Yeah, there we go. That's better. Like, <laughs> like, like every time they wrote. And then at the end of the movie, they have a huge dance party. I know Miyamoto was like, what are you doing? What is it? <laughs> what? And then they go like, oh, and then at the end, like it's they're jumping and they're going through pipes. Yeah, that's better. Like that's <laughs> because I know these fuckers. Like I know Illumination. I know what they were going to do. And there's a lot of Illuminationisms. Like there's a lot of jokes here that are that don't make sense with the Mario canon or Mario lore or whatever. I don't care about Mario canon or Mario lore. I just I just wanted to say that. But they're there and they don't distract the movie, but they they feel uh, they stick out. They stick out like a, like a sore thumb. And weirdly, the things that I don't like about the movie are the illuminationisms. Like, the one thing that I straight up dislike about this movie, and it's the only thing that I hated about the movie, I hate that it has modern music. I I don't like it. I do, It's so forgettable and it's so boring. I hate uh, the, because it takes you out. Mario has amazing music, classic music, the, uh, tunes that people who don't even play Mario know. Okay, and they're used constantly throughout the movie for world building and everything. And then in the mid, and then right out of nowhere, they just jam, they just jam in, uh, take on me and uh, and ACDC and uh, and all these songs. So it's like they're the most overused songs in movies. Like I, I can just imagine like the the people at Illumination go, go, going like, and here's when they get to the jungle, and we're gonna play Welcome to the Jungle in the background, and and Miyamoto in the background, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What's up? What's up? <laughs> that's what that's my, my my plumber don't 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 need guns and roses guns and roses needs my plumber and then, <laughs> and then well, they, they were like yeah okay can i ask you something do you think yeah. it's because they were trying to harken back to the 80s because that's where mario is from no like, you don't think they were trying no. to do it genuinely no no they did the same thing in the spickable me three like it is it is fucking pandering that they, they do that just because they know there's gonna be adults in the movie and they're like, well, here's how we get the parents to not get bored. And then the parent and then the dads leave the movie like the movie was good. They played ACDC. Like it doesn't need that, man. It uh, it doesn't make it timeless. It makes it timely. It uh, on the it makes it less. This could have been a perfect encapsulation of Mario. And the only thing that bothers me about this movie, the only thing that is not doesn't make this a ten out of ten is the use of the of, of those modern songs. And I know. It's Illumination's fault. Like that, like that, it's completely unnecessary. And uh that and there's a couple of lines that I think really stick out. Uh mm-hmm. like I like I hate when the when the toads are around Peach and Peach is like, we have to do something about this or we're gonna die. And the toads are like, but what are we gonna do? We're adorable. Like uh, like 
come on, man. Like, that's such an illumination gag. Like, it's not even a fun Nintendo gag. Same thing with, uh, we have a Lumia, which is a, a, a little star from Mario Galaxy. The oh, one who's, like, obsessed that, with dying. That, yeah. <laughs> I loved yeah. him. I no, loved him. The Lumia was funny, but it was it was an illumination joke. That's not a Nintendo joke. Like I could just it, tell. You know yeah. what? You know what? I'm glad he was there because you know why? <laughs> Time and hope are just constructs. <laughs> We're all gonna die. Yay! The sweet death, sweet release, and then yeah. on concert, and then boo. <laughs> Come yeah, like, on, that dude. That was actually Nikki's favorite part, or what, her favorite, <laughs> that was her favorite character. Like it's not bad. It's not a bad joke. It's just it's it's I can tell why it's there. And uh like it's fine. It's it's not it's not but like what you said, they took all these characters that have like very basic bland personality and they make them they made them feel realized, you know, they made them like a little bit more three-dimensional. Uh and I like that because they they kind of fulfill their the roles better. And that's like the but every once in a while we'll just be hit by another like illumination illuminationism. Or something and it's not perfect but like yeah i just wished i just wish those those elements were not there because they, they would have made the movie a lot better uh but honestly those are like my only qualms those are like my, because everything else about this movie is fucking it's it's pure joy it's like flat. the movie's pure joy like it's like i had a smile on my face the entire time uh like and not even in like uh, oh I understood that reference like uh, people people are calling this movie fan servicey yeah well okay. because well because it's What's the first that? one in what thirty years let them yeah yeah I mean this is celebration of Mario why not you know well they didn't take any digs at him either like um okay one of the things I was wondering was how the fuck are they gonna establish Mario and Luigi like they're plumbers but like how what's the right way to do this story. And right from the get-go, they're Italian-American brothers starting their own plumbing company. They just left this jerk named Mike, apparently. Um, yeah. And they're trying to establish themselves. And it's great. I like the very beginning uh, when uh, the dog goes after him. I thought that was funny. I, get, I That was probably an illumination joke, that dog being evil. Mm -hmm. But again, like that worked. I thought that was funny. I thought like, oh, look, they're masters of their craft. I, I like Mario's personality of... Uh, let's go you know yeah. like, like we can do this or i don't quit like i like that you know yeah and he's always sticking up for his little brother um there was one particular part where they're in uh their kids at a sandbox and some jerk kid like destroys luigi's uh castle and oh, yeah. mario like punches the kid and gives luigi back his thing even though mario's smaller he stands up for his brother i don't know man there's like little things like that that you learn to love um but yeah, and that and that's it also works because the models they use for them as babies are like baby Mario and baby Luigi from Mario Kart. Like that's that. what Nikki said. <laughs> that's what Nikki said, yeah. Yeah, like you recognize those models immediately. Yeah. Um but so they're trying to make a name for themselves. They end up going down uh in Brooklyn to try and fix like this big pipe issue or whatever. Yeah. And they get sucked into the mushroom kingdom where Luigi gets dropped sort of in Luigi's mansion, kinda. I mean, the outsides, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And he gets, by the way, those monsters were actually kind of creepy. I was shocked that they would let those be in the kids' movie. Which ones? The dry bones? Yes. Dry bones are cool. No, I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying, like, oh, they let this be in a PG movie. Cool. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised they weren't like, those are too scary for children. 
they're, they're perfectly appropriate, I think. They they really work because they're still cartoony, but they are like I like how they like break down and then they just like rebuild like back up. Like if those actually seem- came at you, you'd be terrified. There's even a scene where like Bowser like uh like burns one of the Koopas and he just becomes a dry bones. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah, the guy cool. the guy next to him is just like <coughs> don't, don't, don't yeah. I told you. Um yeah. but so we get Mario in the Mushroom Kingdom. He meets Toad, which I like that they establish their friendship immediately. Like him and oh, Toad yeah. are like so. Toads are ride or die. Like, to, like Tony totally immediately. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, I just met you, but I will die for you, my man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he even says uh, at one point, um, he, when Princess Peach is like, aren't you going to go with the others like to run? Like when Bowser's like like coming in, he's like, yeah. I said I wouldn't let him hurt you. So he gets like his frying pan. Yeah. Like, like Toad's a homeboy. I like him. Yeah. And Toad's voiced by uh, Keegan Michael Key, who always like manages to do like a really funny voice. And Toad really stands out. He's one of the standouts of the movie. Like that scene when they got like, the, when they bring in the cards, and he's in like this huge truck <laughs> with the sunglasses. <laughs> uh, that's my man. Well done. Uh, well, it's funny because they kept kept telling uh, Key uh, when he was uh, recording. They said, "Go yeah. higher." Okay. Okay. Higher. Okay. Higher. Yeah. Like, like he pushed himself to get up to a high, like, voice octave. Yeah, no, and he's he's great. And uh, <laughs> so, uh, so when Mario wraps to the, to the Mushroom Kingdom, Luigi gets to to like Bowser's domain, pretty much, and he gets uh, he gets captured. Uh, do you want to know what my favorite line in the movie was? What? It's when uh, so Bowser captures Luigi, and we establish that like Bowser is like this big like general uh guy he wants to he wants to conquer all the kingdoms but then they pull like this this uh this double side on him where he's like he's also a simp for princess peach uh <laughs> which is wonderfully hilarious and uh and really well played out and like every time that someone would have something would happen he'll be like do you, do you think the princess saw that like like he would like always like turn to that and we have this scene where like uh Bowser captures Luigi and he just gets information that like there's an Italian plumber with a mustache uh who's who was with the princess. So he captures him and is like, is there another one of you? And he goes, I don't know. I don't know anyone who's like who's wearing like the same suit as I am and like with the red and with a different cap with a different letter. And then we saw that scene in the trailer and I thought, okay, well that's that's pretty funny. But then they move they move forward with this wonderful line where Bowser goes like it was like so he's so your brother's with the princess it's like yeah maybe and it's like it's like do you think he fi- she finds him attractive and then luigi <laughs> just goes if she has good taste then yes <laughs> like, like that's a brother that's a brother right there <laughs> hell yeah like that's another ride or die like even in his last in his possible last moments he's like yeah why wouldn't she like my brother he's a great guy <laughs> <laughs> we're all catches yeah like it's um, great uh that was oh, i think my favorite line in the movie yeah well i love also uh another thing to, just to humanize mario and i know we've seen this a million times but we've seen it a million times because it works the family's down on him like you just left oh, a, yeah. sure, a sure thing job to start your own business i think you're crazy or you're gonna fail like yeah it's a trope that's old as time but it's old as time and they still do it because it fucking works uh but mario believes in himself and he believes that him and luigi can do this yeah. um so sorry so jumping forward um 
he starts to train. By the way, I, and I said this straight up to Nikki. I'm like, why the fuck does she need Mario? Do you see what she's doing? Princess Peach. Yeah. She does not fucking need him. She does not need any help. Go ham. Yeah, but I like that she feels like okay, there is strength in numbers. If she if he want if he wants to come in, she he needs she needs to know that he can, you know, he can go. Yeah. So plus it was it, it was just another scene where we needed to we we do needed them to build like a chemistry with each other. Yeah. Uh which weirdly enough does not go romantic. Like it does not throughout throughout the entire movie. And I kind of like that. Like I like that that they see each other as like partners in this thing where we they have a common goal. Uh, and she liked training him. Like she, he wants to get better. And we see that whole montage again. You're seeing uh, another fucking real life song they used. I need a hero, which that song does not work at the beginning. It works at the end. For example, Shrek Two. Yeah, but, yeah. It only works <laughs> in like situations of actual danger, not like a training montage where we, he can just come back from it. Um. I thought it was kind of fitting though, because he kept failing. It's like, come on, man, we need you to get better. We need a hero. Come on, come on. Yeah. Get on the ball. Um, yeah. Um but uh so he tripped. Oh, I also like their like little like talkingness to each other. If this was in the script, awesome. I'm not sure it was because you saw the back of their heads when this conversation happened. Yeah. Uh she's like, Oh, it took me forever to try. And he's like, You got it around the first try, didn't you? She's like, Yeah, but I was born here. Now you're just brand <laughs> Like, like that little back and forth, yeah, it almost feels like you can't write that, or maybe it was ad libbed, and that's why the shots were from behind them when they were saying that. Yeah, um, I mean, there's bound to be like a bunch of of scenes like that, and because uh, the movie's not long, it's only like an hour and thirty. Which it, it, thank you, it breezes thank by, you. it breezes yeah. by. Yeah. Um. So we have that. We have them going to the Kongs, uh, to. Uh, <laughs> To 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 lend in their support, and rather right the get go, they get there. There's uh, there's there's we see the Mario Kart right there, and uh, I like that we see like they're traveling from like one place to the other. Mm -hmm. We hear like the Mario Galaxy music. We see like all of these locations that are from Mario games. We see the Yoshi's running in the background. Like Nikki was lot. also like like Yoshi. Yeah. Like like I was wondering, I can't believe they didn't use Yoshi in it. Yeah, no, he's there. Well, there's, there's a ton of them like running. Uh, there we get to the Kongs, and uh, we have this like scene where they kind of duel uh, in this in this arena, which felt I'm not gonna say it felt unnecessary because it it was just another moment for us to like you know bask into some some good old fan service. But uh, so we get Donkey Kong and we get a uh, uh, Cranky Kong. Uh, they're there, and I like that there's a moment where like they're all clapping for Donkey Kong, and then at, at some point Cranky just goes like Diddy Kong, shut up, and then. <laughs> Diddy Kong in the back in the in the seats, just like okay, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Diddy Kong, he's from um, what's it called what's it called? It's the Donkey Kong game, but I'm trying to remember the exact name of it. Uh, uh Country, yeah, Donkey Kong Country. Country. Oh yeah, well, they've been in like several. They've been in like uh, Country, Country Returns, Country Tropical Freeze, Donkey Kong sixty four. Yeah, like they're they're like constantly there. Um, I like their fight. I like their little uh, the little uh, how they kept using like the power ups. I like that they brought in the mushroom that makes you smaller. Like there's a uh, there's a lot of, uh, of of really good humor using the world of Mario as like as like the the background. And uh, oh, great scene! Great scene that one. 
Also, I think it also it, Mario pulls a. I'm going to say this. He pulls a John Wick at one point. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm maybe I'm going to start making that an ism. Okay. Uh, Mario pulls a John Wick. He he puts Bowser through a bunch of bricks in the cat suit. Bowser's like, I mean, not Bowser. I'm sorry, Kong uh, through a bunch of uh, bricks. Kong's like off on his feet, like I'm not done yet, and he's about to fall off. And Mario like grabs him, like I'm gonna take this as a win. Like he <laughs> he doesn't let him fall and get hurt. Even uh, later on, when they're on Rainbow Road, and you know. Shit's breaking down. Uh, Donkey Kong's like, I blame you for this. You idiot. You could have gotten us killed or whatever. And they fall down uh, and Donkey Kong's about to drown. Mario saves him. You yeah. know, like he, he doesn't have to, but he does because we're in this together. Or he gives him the opportunity to live. You know, he goes out of his way to not let him die. That's a bit of a John Wick-ism. I guess there's nobility in that. You know, you're not my enemy. Uh, yeah, and, and, the, there. yeah. and thus creating a new ally and I like the fact that they worked on Mario's relationship with Peach, with Luigi with Toad, with Donkey Kong with Bowser Like, I, I love the fact that they took the time to establish the relationships of Mario with each of these characters we know who the main Bill is but we also know his relationship with each of them and that's important you know they would have just been like oh hey you guys are enemies go but no they're, yeah. they took the time to foster the relationship that I think will grow in the future. And I like how it kind of goes to in the back and forth. Like I like how uh Donkey Kong kind of helps him escape the uh the 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 what's it called the the eel and then he goes like okay we're even now like it's not yeah yeah like they have like that that moment yeah Nikki but, pointed out uh when Donkey Kong saves him from the from the big uh car do you remember yeah uh with the missile and the guy like you're not getting away from me he goes down and then he he turns blue and takes him out. Oh yeah, Nikki was like, Nikki was like, that's a suicide bomber. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. <laughs> no, I didn't saw it like that. I just thought like, oh, blue shell. You know, that's that's that's, that's the most dangerous thing you can pull in Mario Kart. Like it's it's, it's down it's downright psychotic. Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a suicide bomber. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I didn't um, decide to see it like that. Okay. <laughs> and that was Nikki. That was not me. Uh, uh, but <laughs> she's a gamer. She knows what she's talking about. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so we fast forward. Um, Bowser intercepts the Kongs coming to the Mushroom Kingdom to help. Intercepts pretty much all of them. Peach is really the only one able to get away. She gets to the Mushroom Kingdom and begins to evacuate people, which I want to point out something real quick. Yeah. And I know the whole "but we're adorable" thing. I get it. Yeah, I got one. I got one problem. All right. Yeah. Have you seen the movie? You know the movie Seven Samurai, right? Yeah, of course. Okay, they have they have cannons, they have fire flowers and ice flowers, they have brick and mortar. I'm just saying they could have built some defenses. All right, build some trenches. Like, if you need a general, I'm here. I got you. Y'all don't even have to fight physically. Just keep firing the fire. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But anyway. Um, yeah, something, Peach, something could have been done. Yeah. I agree. Uh, defenses. Defenses. But anyway, um, Princess Peach is dead set on defending the kingdom. Bowser shows up. And in, like, in the most incel way possible, like, we're getting married, whether you want to or not. Yeah. 
which no no yeah and i like how the movie like establishes like hey kids this is not okay like yeah uh and I've, I've really enjoyed the memes that that have come out from the scene where she goes like do you think i would actually marry you and you can see like you can pinpoint the second that his heart gets broken in half like it's oh it's, <laughs> he just goes like well yeah like, <laughs> i i brought you things yeah it's uh it's pretty funny like not not gonna lie like it's it's i i, I like how it goes with it and uh, uh even even in the scene of the wedding like you can see uh in the in the pews like you can see like uh uh oh god what's his name you, you can see uh king boo you can see fucking uh uh shit uh what's it called King Bobom is there, like they kill King Bobom because they, they they explode, they make him explode. Um they they they, they use a giant bullet bill, uh, which Mario stops by hitting it on the eye. <laughs> like it's like I yeah. said, pure, pure joy. Like this the, the entire entire movie just knows what assets to pull and know which which scenes to use. And uh I really I really appreciate it for it. Yeah. I accidentally used the word fuck in a children's film. In a Why? I yelled Why? out. I yelled out. Oh fuck! With a when Bullet Bill stopped and turned okay. to look at Mario, I, I and the whole theater was quiet. And I went, oh fuck! <laughs> Were there kids in your theater? A lot, yeah. a, oh lot. a lot, no. dude. There were so many. It smelled like kids. Oh All my! Right. God. All right, and I mean that in a bad way. It smelled like kids. I was like, oh, smells like a yeah. classroom. Whoa. So. I accidentally used the word fuck in the theater full of children. And Nikki just looks at me and goes, I can't take you anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, true. But <laughs> yeah. Um, but also this film does what a lot of great films do. They don't end it where you expect it. Yeah. Because in most conventional stories, it would end it at the wedding where Mario fights Bowser there and ends it, right? Or yeah. it would end in the Mushroom Kingdom with Donkey Kong and Mario making the rush to get the win. It doesn't end there. It would end when they get to the human world and Mario would just end up to Bowser. It doesn't end there. It ends when um, Kong is about to be murdered, I think. Mario, who's like beat to shit. He's got bruises. He's got a black eye. He's hurt. But he walks out there. He's like, let's go. Like, I'm not done. And Bowser even says, you don't want to quit, do you? Nah, unfortunately, never learned. Like yeah. it's just nice moments like that. Um, it all just works. It's it's great that they keep elevating and eventually they get to the real world. And I loved, loved, loved when Bowser fired his uh the fire at Mario. And again, in most conventional stories, Mario would have jumped to grab the star just in time, superpower, let's go. But they don't do that. Luigi gets in the way and saves his brother. And he's holding back the fire, and Mario's like, what? I, like you said, when we're together, we're unstoppable, or something like that. Nothing can hurt us. Yeah. And it's it's like a sweet, like, it got my heart moment. Legitimately, it got me in the heart. Yeah. And, and I love the fact that Mario's not the one that got the win. It was Mario and Luigi. They both grabbed the star at the same time. Both are super-powered, and they run through Bowser's forces. And it's just, it's beautiful, because... If you had made this film 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, I don't actually remember the original Mario. I'm pretty sure 
Mario gets the win, but they don't do that. They take the time to set up the brothers as the team. The brothers, mm-hmm. not Mario, the brothers. I, don't know. I agree. I agree. And then when when they finally grab the star and they use the music from the from when you get the star and this beautiful score and when you see them like jumping and flying through the air and, fi- and fighting against them, that that's like that's a scene that will win awards. You know that will be the one. Uh, I you know I you know how you know how I love animation and I like. Outside of the box animation, I like when they do that. This you you mentioned this was uh, Illumination's best film. I agree, no doubt this will be nominated for an Oscar, and no doubt it's gonna give uh, Spider Verse uh, the sequel like a good fight. I don't know which one will win out of the two, but it's gonna give it a good fight, and it's all gonna be just from that scene. That scene just I think encapsulates everything. I think that is that is the right way to adapt these characters and to make them into a movie, and. Uh, like I said, pure joy. Like the entire time when when that scene where where Mario's jumping and his parents see him, and they find like he can finally like shut them up, like like make them like <laughs> understand like what they're capable of. Love me. No, like it reminded me of like that scene in the office where like Michael Scott quits and he goes he goes you have no idea how high I can fly and like leaves. Like it kind of gave me like that that kind of <laughs> vibe. Like it's it was great and. uh I like that they beat Bowser. They make him like <laughs> they make him like a mushroom that makes him smaller, and then they put him in a jar, which uh, I'm sure the internet will be mature about. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, and then I like that the movie like goes beyond that. Like we do have a scene with like Mario's family coming in and being like, "Okay, we see it now. You know, we see you now." Uh, we're sorry we were assholes for such a long time. Yeah. Yeah, you need scenes like that. Like, you can't not have scenes like that. I'm surprised it it worked. Like I'm surprised it gave it heart. And uh, yeah, and the movie ends with like uh, them continuing their business, but in the Mushroom Kingdom, not in uh, 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 Brooklyn. So, uh, which I don't need. Ex- I don't need an explanation of. I don't need it. I don't need an explanation of why they went back. They're probably happier there, and that's it. Um, I'm sure they'll be going back and forth. Possibly, I did. I did. Uh, I did think we were gonna have a scene where, since Peach returns to like the human world, I thought we would have a scene where like her maybe reuniting with her family or something because it's kind of just implied that she arrived to the king to the Mushroom Kingdom and just like stayed there and never went back. Um, but yeah, uh, we that that, that that's kind of like left up in the air. What's called they? So I'm looking at it right now. The Mario Brothers. Dude, I can't believe I'm going to say this. It might be the highest grossing movie of the year. Yes. As of right now, it's number three oh, okay. at 531, but it's only, it's barely in its second week. And, dude, it might become the highest grossing film of the year. Bro, I, I haven't seen the movie theaters so full since, like, the pandemic <laughs> like began. And that includes, right. that includes things like Spider-Man and... and uh, and other movies, like I have not seen the theater this full. Like it was hard. Like I, I couldn't get tickets the day of. I had to like, I, I, I had to wait a couple of days. And even then, like my theater was full. Like uh, I went. Like the, the day this came out, I wanted to go see it, but it was full. So that's when I went to see Air, and uh, I went to see Air, and the theater was full. 
full of people that, that were going to see Mario. I saw kids dressed up. I saw, I I went to see it several days after. I saw adults wearing like wearing like the Mario hat and like the Luigi hat and stuff. Like uh, like people don't play. Like they they were they were really excited for this, and I think it's definitely a movie that is that will like make the audiences very happy. So I have a question for you. Yeah. Because this movie has been, we've already established, a giant success. It has made all the money. It, it like, it's corrected the wrongs of the original one from 30 years ago. It, it's done a lot. So let's talk for a minute. Sequels okay. and spinoffs. Okay. Uh, um, usually I tell you, no, no, shut up. No, no, don't, don't. But, but no, not this time. Not this I, time. I think in this case, I think it's just I think they are gonna do sequels and spin-offs. I mean, if you wanna give me a Luigi's Mansion movie, I'll take it. If you See, wanna give me uh, a Donkey Kong uh, country return tropical freeze movie, I'll take it. Yeah. Uh yeah. If you wanna give me a, a movie where like Bowser and Mario are about to fight and Mario goes, What if we play golf? Instead of fighting, and Bowser goes, "You're fucking on!" Like, yeah, <laughs> I'll take it. If it goes like, "Hey, how about tennis?" It's like, "How about tennis?" Yes, let's do it. Uh, What's called? I think so. They mentioned a couple things, a couple of ideas for the sequel. One of which I think you might be interested in. Uh, besides yeah. Luigi's Mansion and Donkey Kong Country, you're right. They want to introduce. Um, they want to introduce Wario Yoshi. Waluigi? Yoshi. Okay. And uh, Wario, uh, yeah. although they were jokingly saying that they wanted to cast Pedro Pascal as Wario. Look, um, somebody so, somebody said uh, Wario and Waluigi should be played by uh, uh, Danny DeVito and William Dafoe, and now that's the only fan cast that I hear in my head. Like, that's fucking perfect to me. <laughs> oh my god, I can imagine Wario and Luigi doing that. Also, though... <laughs> They do also have the seven star children, and we've been introduced to only five of them. We still have two left, Yoshi yeah. and Wario. So that could be interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of characters that sadly couldn't be in the movie, but yeah, they can make sequels. I don't mind this one. I would accept the sequel. Like it, it was, a, it was beautifully animated, and the characters came realized because there's a lot of characters that did not show up. You know, we didn't get Rosalina, we didn't get Wario, we didn't get Luigi, um, we didn't get Toadette. Um, there's a uh, we didn't get uh, uh, the Bowser kids, like, there's a lot of characters that you can adapt and that you a lot of storylines that you can bring up. Uh, you can bring in Flood from uh, from Mario Sunshine, you can bring in Dr. Egat from uh, from Luigi's Mansion. There's a lot of stuff that you that you, that you, that you can do. Um, what I will, what I do think will, will happen, what, what I do think will move from here is. I feel like Nintendo was very protective of their IPs uh, after they did the, the the live action Mario, and that's what they didn't want. They haven't let anything uh, happen with their IPs. This, I think, is a good step forward, and I, hopefully, what I think is that this will relax Shigeru and relax uh, Nintendo, and and hopefully they'll be like, okay, you know what? Maybe if we do a Kirby movie, we can do that. Uh, maybe if we do uh, a Zelda movie, we can do it like this. However. I do think animation is the way to go. I think the only franchise that I could see it done in live action is Metroid. Uh, everything else, I think, should be in animation. Zelda specifically, I think it should be animation. Uh, you know, 
what though I think is part of it too that helps is I would say in 1993 because um, I think they, is that the only time that they've let their let their property be made into a film? Pretty much, yeah. So I think part of it is the fact that in 1993 the kids that were growing up playing Mario were not the ones making the film. Yeah. Whereas this film, I feel like the people that made it from the actors to the director, the writer, the producers grew up with Mario as a key part of their childhood. Yeah. So there's a respect for the material there. There's a respect for the source material, how it's made, how they want to do it, and their interpretation of the characters. I think that's important because you... I've got a million ideas for how to make fucking a DC film. That's because I grew up with the property. I, I love the characters. I know how I would want to do it. I care. The same people that made this Super Mario Brothers grew up with the franchise. They care. It's That's important. Um, I think I mentioned that. What was a film recently that came out that I was like, well, there were creators of it, so they care. Oh, uh, the, the, the D&D movie. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. The D&D film. They grew up with that game, with those stories. They care about the franchise, so they're going to make it with love. They're going to do their best to to make it well. That's important. Oh, Puss in Boots. That was the one I was thinking of. Of course, yeah. Um, the people who made Puss in Boots grew up with the original Shrek films. So yeah. when it came time for them to make their story, they had a respect for the characters and the lore to make it work. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's important. Yeah. And I think that's why going forward, we're going to get more Nintendo films. We're going to get more movies based on childhood properties that people give a shit about. It's not just some douchebag corporate person trying to to make a quick buck and like, oh, we can cash in for 200 mil. Now, motherfucker, we're telling a story and we're building a billion dollar franchise. Yeah. And this, uh, I, th- this is already the highest grossing video game adaptation of all time. Like it just beat Warcraft. And, uh, and it didn't I just can't... beat it. It fucking demolished it by over 60 mil. And we're and not I'm even close. And people are... And the thing is that this is, in, this is like stupidly rewatchable. Like, I cannot wait to see it again and catch all the little details that I, that, that, that I didn't see. And I'm so excited for animation because we are in like a, a kind of a rebirth for the, for the medium. And a lot of different techniques are being employed. I think the... And don't hate me for this, but I think the Pixar style of animation... Uh, was perfected by one movie, and it wasn't even a Pixar movie. And then after that, it's just like, okay, go back to experiment. We have to do it again. We have to try different things. And after that, we started getting things like Spider Verse and the Nice Guys and uh, Puss in Boots. And now, uh, and the Mario movie feels like that classic CG type of animation, but better. It's stylized. It's pretty. And uh, I agree. Yeah. Do you know what movie I'm talking about? But the one like and the the Pixar style. No. Okay. Are you familiar with Looping the Third? Yeah. Did you see Looping the Third the first on 2019? The third. No. Okay. Just look up Looping the Third the first 2019. Look how that movie looks. The hell is it about his like his ancestor or what? No, it's Lupin the Third. He's it's just a new adventure. It's just with that style. Why does it look? I'm uncomfortable with how good it looks. It, it looks, looks amazing. It looks and borderline it moves, uncanny. And it moves amazing. And I think when I saw that movie, I, I went like, okay, after this, 
total restart. Like animation needs to like go through baby steps again because this is the peak of what I think CG can look. And after that, what we've gotten is CG with 2D sens- sensitivity, which is what we've had with Spider-Verse, which, which is what we've had with uh uh with Pussy Boots and with this Mario movie, it does not go back, it learned from that. And uh and yeah, so that's I think what what helps and what we're going through in animation right now. Question, did they ever they did, they did Lupin the third versus Detective Conan. Yeah. <laughs> what did they ever uh cover it in English though? Like is it dubbed or is it only subbed? The Lupin the third the versus Detective Conan? Yeah. I'm guess I, I guess so. They should have. I need to watch it. I loved uh um uh, You like Kiss Clothes, right? Yeah, I love Kiss Clothes. I've gone back to rewatch it a few times. And Lupin the Third was honestly one of the movies I used to watch when I was a kid. Like uh, that was yeah. one of the shows on um uh, Tsunami. Yeah. I think my favorite episode was probably the one where this makes no sense. The samurai and the uh the friend with the gun kind of go at each other over a girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. But no, I good memories all there. Damn, I need yeah. to dive my head back into Lupin. Yeah, if you if you see this one, you'll be like, no, yeah, this this is this is uh this is exactly what this kind of genre needed because it's so fun and so fast and the animation is so beautiful. And yeah, I think uh I think it goes in the in, in the right direction, this one. Uh but yeah, the Mario movie loved it, l- adored it. Like I think it's uh it's right now clashing with uh, the Love is War movie as my favorite movie of the year. Like I think uh, I think they're they're going at it right now. Uh it's gonna be a hard year to judge films, isn't it? This has been such a great year, man. It's been such a great fucking year for movies. I love And we're only in April. Year. And we're only in April, man. Uh, like right now, I have tickets to see Susume after we finish this. Like I'm, and then uh, Renfield, I think, comes out next week. I'm so excited! Like this is gonna be a great year. Like it's gonna be. I I I can feel it. I've not been disappointed so far, man. I except for Shazam, but you know, we'll 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 talk about that when we when we. It's time to talk about that one. But <laughs> uh, actually, wait, you saw Shazam oh, real quick. Did you like it or not? Really, it's fine if you do. I mean, I think it's. I have a big problem with it. I, I, I think the movie's fine. I have one big problem with it, and Zachary I can't Levi? be. I what? Zachary Levi. Okay, so here's the thing. You know how in the how old is Billy Batson in the mm-hmm. original Shazam? Sixteen. So he no, he's fifteen, about to turn sixteen, and this one he's seventeen, about to turn eighteen. It's been two years. Are you sure? Yeah. Hundred percent, because he's about to age okay. out of the posture system. Okay, so but are you sure he was sixteen in the first one? Because I would think he was like fourteen. No, he was uh, like no, he was fifteen. If I'm not mistaken, let me double check. Okay, so okay, so here's the thing. Uh-huh. When and when he turns, he's him, and then he turns into Shazam. Shazam is not a different person. Shazam is him. It's supposed to be him growing up. Yeah, so it kind of makes sense when you have a grown man acting like a kid. But then in the new one, he's 17, about to be 18. He's a little bit more mature. But they could do it to Shazam, and Shazam acts like a 12-year-old kid. Again, like still, like he has not changed. And to me, that's a huge inconsistency. And I think it's 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 bad. <laughs> I think um 
part of the problem with that with uh this is and fernando pointed that out too in the review that like these kids fucking age like they hit their growth spurts in between these films being shot um that's true they did they fucking did yeah and it's uh i don't know i did not think it was that great the kids are great and the actors playing the grown-up shazam from the kids are great too i think it's dumb that one of them plays both the older shazam and the younger and the young girl because how will they not know that it's her? Uh, uh, Mary Marvel? Yeah, it kind of breaks the... That, I think, is pretty stupid. Uh, Rachel Siegler is fine. I watched it mostly for her. Good for her. Uh, I I like the one interview where they ask her, like, what made you join this war- movie of superheroes? And she goes, I needed a job. Uh, <laughs> fucking love her. Uh, I needed a job. Simple as that. And uh the after credit scene when they have like the 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 uh the peacemaker uh uh guy the the peacemaker people show up and be like, We want you to join the just and he goes, Yes, I'm in. And they go like, Oh, I thought with the Justice Society of America. It's like, yeah, that that's not gonna happen. Like, let let that go. And mm-hmm. Didn't he make a joke about, like, what about the Avengers or something? Yeah, it's like, the Avengers Society. <gasps> I like that one. And then the movie, like, ends. Uh, uh, that was, like, the one scene where I'm like, okay, he knows he's on his way out. Do your little joke. That's fine. Uh, yeah. Well, apparently, Blue Beetle is going to be the first official entrance of the DCU, which... Yeah. So what the fuck does that make Aquaman, then? A mistake. <laughs> <sighs> But we let, but we knew that already. Let, let, let's get back to the good stuff. Let's let, let's talk about um so Mario. Yeah, let's talk about Mario. Mario, th- there will be sequels. I have no doubt about it. Oh, absolutely. And I will take I will gladly take another one of these before I take another fucking Tickle Life of Pets or another fucking uh Despicable Me sequel. Like I am I am cool. I am cool with this. I want more. So yeah, give me more. I just really fucking hope that they maintain the quality. That's that's the only thing. I really hope they maintain quality. That's the which, only thing we can hope, yeah. Which, I mean, if Nintendo has a stranglehold on the intellectual property, it's like, we have to give the okay on everything. I'm cool with that. I am 100% okay with that. I agree. I 100% agree. Um, yeah. I don't, uh, I don't have anything against that. I think that is the way to go. Uh, because, look, Mario is not... You know, I'm going to be very direct with this. Mario is not Sonic. <laughs> like, Mario is a golden goose. Uh, because he weirdly fits anything. That's mm-hmm. why you can make any kind of game with him in the cover. Like, if someone try, try to tell you, like, do you want to play this golf game? You'd be like, why? But if you go, like, do you want to play Mario Golf? It's like, hell yeah, man. Like, that's <laughs> He just makes things feel accessible and fun and approachable. And uh, he, I don't know why it just works. Uh, you don't, I think Mario is a part of that elite characters where like you can do anything with them and people will buy it. Like Spider Man, Batman, Superman, Mario. Like, there aren't many characters that you can do that with, but if they made like a Spider Man golfing game, pretty sure people would buy it. I would, <laughs> exactly. that's what I'm saying. Like, like Mario, you're right, like, he's one of those rare characters that like he's a golden goose. Like you said, he's Mickey, yeah. he's bugs. Yeah. And it just, it's just, it's perfect for this, for, for these kind of adaptations where 
a, a lot of critics blasted this movie and were like, uh, were like, uh, the plot is paper thin and there's no character development. Fuck off! It's a Mario movie. Like, that's not what they're here for. You know? Also, I call bullshit. There was a lot of character development. There was a lot of storytelling. Fuck you. I came in this with ready to critique the goddamn story. And if yeah. I can say that this story is like solid, eat a dick. It is solid. Yeah. And besides, the theater experience was also great. Like people were having a blast. We were laughing. We we're cheering. Yeah. Like that helps. Like that, that there was a baby fucking crying the entire movie. But other than that, great experience all throughout you know yeah i agree yeah which makes me like angry that they they felt the need to tackle like controversial topics into like the the discourse of the movie because it's so unnecessary like every take that i've heard about it it's it's stupid it's stupid this is a fun movie and it's for everyone and shut up if you if you like try to find anything else in it like it's just it's just bright and colorful and joyous. Like I don't need, I don't need it to be anything else. I don't need it. To, I don't need it to be the crucible. I don't need this to be Shakespeare. Just I just need it to be fun. Yeah, and it was fun. So it set up. It set up something, and it gave me exactly that. So I don't know. Fuck everything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So what are your final thoughts? What, what would you rate this movie? I gave this a four point five out of five. 4.7 out of 5. Let's go. Let, let's go there, you know? It's just the, the illuminationisms are like the only thing that take me out uh, because I know that they're boardroom. I know that they're like, uh, you know, just business people go, 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 going like, here's where we put the classic 80s rock song so that dads don't get bored. Like that, like, because like kids don't care. <laughs> and besides, you made a beautiful score like reusing a lot of Mario music and you make it sound wonderful. Use it. Use it throughout the entire movie. That's like my only qualm with this movie. And unfortunately, unfortunately it's a big qualm because it's the only one I have. So, uh, no, this was great. This was joyous. This was fun. The Bowser song, Peaches, we haven't even talked about it. It was fucking wonderful. <laughs> Not going to lie to you. I couldn't give two shits about the song. I know a bunch of people loved it. I couldn't. I, I thought I it was really funny. I couldn't oh, give man. a single fuck about that song. Yeah, also, um, I don't know. I thought it was very funny. The lines were good. Toad was a goat. Um, yeah, no, nothing to dislike here. For 4.7 out, out, out of 5, close to perfect, as you can get as an adaptation. Agreed. I, I completely agree. Um, shit, I'd give it an A. Easy. It's an easy A. Yeah. Now, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be... I think it'll be a top ten of the year. I, I most likely yeah. it would. It, it's it would have. There would have to be a lot of things to go right and wrong for it not to be. You would. We would need to have like a perfect game kind of year for this to not be in the top ten. I think it's a yeah, lot. It's you hard. need a lot of perfect films this year for this not to be top ten. Yeah, and we've we've had a good run. I mean, ever since the beginning of the year, we've had a great run. So why not? Yeah, I agree. I think the only movies that I've watched this year that I did not love were Shazam, Knock at the Cabin, Cocaine Bear. I think those were like the only ones where I'm like, eh, kind of disappointed by. Um, I haven't seen Cocaine Bear, but we need to figure out. We'll, we'll, we'll figure out the movie for next week. It's it's feels very cheap. Uh, next week, you want to do uh, Air? Or what do you want to do? Yeah, let's do Air. And then we'll do right. Renfield the week after. Yeah, because Renfield won't come out here until I think the 27th. So, uh, 
Okay. Although uh, next week, uh, two movies come out. Uh, Ari Aster's new movie, Bo is Afraid, and uh, the uh, the new uh, Evil Dead comes out. So they come out on the same day. I'm going to back Evil Dead, but if you want to do the Ariel, Ari Aster's yeah. one, I can, I can pull a double if you want. Um, uh, let's see. Let's, you know what? Let's, 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 uh, let's try to make it air ne- next week and then we'll, we'll see how we can schedule the other ones if we have time to, to check them out. Gotcha. Uh, because I know, uh, Bo is afraid it's like three hours long. So, uh, again, I, I am, I am nothing if not an Odyssey man. Fuck it. Did you saw the thing with, with the kid in that movie? No. So Joaquin Phoenix stars in Bo is afraid. And the poster is like Joaquin Phoenix as like a child, as an adult, as an old man. Like it, it shows like different versions of himself. And throughout the entire the entire like uh, promotion of the movie, the kid felt like we saw the kid and we're like, oh, that's like a de-aged Joaquin Phoenix, like me to look like a kid. He looks so uncanny, he looks so weird, but I think it's on purpose with the movie. And then, like in the last couple of weeks, we found out that's a real kid. <laughs> like they just found a real kid that just looks like fucking Phoenix, a kid, and it's he's fucking scary, man. Like he's like he looks so uncanny. Like I felt like they make him in like a lab, and but no, he's real and it's freaky. And uh, but I'm into it. Yeah, I guess. Huh? Have you seen like the poster or like the trailer or anything? Or no, I've seen I've seen the trailer, but it's not in the back of my mind. What's called Ariaster's afraid. No, uh, Ari Aster is a director. The movie's called Bo is Afraid. Or Bo is Afraid. Yeah. Let me see. Images. Are you sure? Yes. Dude, that... Is that his long-lost son? I have no idea, but he looks exactly like it. That is creepy. Yeah, no, like I saw interviews with him. Like he's real. He talks. He does like things. And then I found his Instagram, and his Instagram description just says like I am not AI, which I think is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, that's funny. Yeah, no, no, uh, I, I agree. But he's oh my god, like it's 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 kind of creepy. <laughs> it's a little scary. It's a, it's yeah, a, it's, it's a little scary. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's coming up. I do want to see the new Evil Dead thing that, that's coming out as well. Um, but yeah, seems like a fun time. It seems like we're going to have a little bit of horror next week in the movies. Um, but if you haven't seen Air, bro, Air. Air is fucking fun, man. That's all right. Next week we'll be doing Air, and then the week after that we'll figure out Renfield or The Evil Dead Rises or Bo's Afraid. We're going to, we have a lot of movies to review, ladies and gentlemen. We have a lot, yeah. and we will continue to bring you top notch content. Hell yeah. Like my story with uh, Cliff Bars. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe it's maybe there's other people that hate Cliff Bar. You never know. I don't hate Cliff Bars. I just I just had a bad first experience. Also, I was thinking the SATs. I was pretty nervous. I don't think it was the right time uh, for a new experience. We need to buy you more. <laughs> Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name was Chema. I've been Eddie. And this was the rollback. Signing off with a reminder. Someone offers you mushrooms. Take a look you, at your surroundings beforehand. <laughs> and you take them. You take all of them. Yeah, that shit don't the, come by for free. The whole bag. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. <laughs>